Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not-safe-for-work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about education without having to worry about losing our jobs. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. I'd also like to give a shout-out to all of our wonderful Patreon supporters out there. If for as little as $5, $10 a month, you can subscribe and help support Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast through our Patreon. If you do that, you get access to all kinds of bonus content. We have over 100 episodes you can download on there, and they're exclusive only to the patrons. We also have an amazing Facebook group, and you get to have your name right at the beginning of the podcast, like these beautiful people. Let's give a shout-out to Inga, Kaylee, Terry J, Tracy B, Miss Wonderstats, Quentin P, Ekebex, Mistress Mischief, Natasha S, Miss Anthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Helena C, Aaron B, Stephanie S, Texas Teacher Kristen, James Nally J, Jody D, Samantha D, Lisa C, Rachel, Jen Jeannie, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K, Jessica A, Swiffle F Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runner, Steph, Michael M, William P, Aldridge T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Marsha M, Christina B, Jason F, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Sam B, Mary E, Jamie B, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Irma A, Nimi, and Sarah N. Big thank you to all of them. I'd also like to thank our sponsor at Ludlam Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, go to Ludlam Dramatics and get stocked up. They have some of the best educational theater resources available in North America. Just go to their website, Ludlam Dramatics, and you can get your class classroom set up. It is the bomb. All right, Lud Lamb Dramatics Patreon, that covers about everything. We're still getting everything ready. We're about to start our new format really soon. So today I'm busting out a lost episode from January 30th, 2020. We've been around for a while, haven't we? Anyway, I hope you enjoy this and it features a lot of people who you don't get to hear as often on the podcast anymore. So all my friends out there, take care of yourselves and cheers. Enjoy episode 183 or episode 19. You got it. I'm going to need about tree pity. <laughs> <laughs> tree pity. All right. Welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and returning, I have Ms. Rosie Rose. Hello. And then across from me, I have Miss Bunny O'Hare. How are you doing, Bunny? I'm great, Elvis. And of course, we have Miss Sparkles. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm back. Oh, I'm, I'm glad back, we're back, here. back, 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 back again. I'm enjoying this. Well, I have our first <laughs> article today. This is from TexasScorecard.com. Teacher Retirement System, the com- administering the teacher retirement system, is going to spend three hundred twenty-six thousand a month on rent for one of their offices. What the fuck? Texans across the state are up in arms after learning the teacher retirement system of Texas will spend at least $326,000 a month in rent for office space on Austin 6th Street, all while continuing to raise costs on current and retired teachers. Established in 1937, TRS provides retirement and related benefits for more than 1.6 million Texas teachers, college professors, and other educational employees. It is supported by the state of Texas and manages a $150 billion trust fund established to finance member benefits. TRS is the largest public retirement system in Texas. It is the sixth largest public pension fund in the U.S. 
and the bureaucrats who run it are about to get a new office. First reported by Austin's KXAN, a public records request reveals TRS has signed a 10-year lease for three what? floors of an Ooh. office space at the Indy Tower, which is scheduled to be completed in 2021 on Austin 6th Street. Space in Indeed Tower is expected to be one of the most sought-after locations for companies seeking extravagant downtown accommodations in close proximity to the city's bar district. Yeah, why do they need to be close to the bar district? If I'm not allowed to drink at work, neither are they. <laughs> yeah, no, that's some bullshit. That is an Who the fuck do these point. people think they are? Beginning in 2021, TRS will be charged just over 326000 monthly. That change will increase to over 383000 towards the end of the 10-year contract. Per month? Yes. Does this sound like an organization that is putting teachers and taxpayers first? No. I'm sorry, is that a question? Have they ever... That's, no, that's they've been wanting to gut my it. House cost per month. No, people who've been running have been trying to gut it for years. A lot of the mm-hmm. Texas Congress and Texas Senate have been saying, "Hey, you know, we have this money for teachers. We could use that for other things, and uh-huh. we promise we'll pay it back." Mm-hmm. And it's been gutted so many times because screw the teachers; they don't care. Because oh, there's a local representative to my area that got all the teachers to vote for him because he had such a great plan for education. And then he decided he was all for school vouchers and private schools and completely flipped after he got voted for. Now that mm-hmm. happens a lot. We had mm-hmm. a the area where I'm in had a big thing about they were trying to yeah, ban yeah. fracking. And so the mayor who was running this town, she made a big thing about how, no, I will not let this happen. And surprisingly, two weeks after she was elected into office, she signed a deal with the gas companies to let them frack inside town limits because it's for the best interest of the town. That money could really Really be used mm-hmm. to find yeah, some. Yeah, that money's going to be really useful for when everybody's dying of fucking cancer, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. I'm not counting on TRS existing when I retire. Don't. So mm-hmm. I can't retire. I will never forget this day. One day TRS came to my school and was like, all right, so if you started teaching after 2010, no, that was me, they're like, here, you can retire when you're 62. And I was 30 at the time. And I'm thinking to myself, I have to teach more years than I've been alive Mm -hmm. in order Mm -hmm. to retire and get 80% of the money Mm -hmm. I've put in back. So not even all the fucking money I put in. Mm -hmm. And then they have that bullshit about how we can't collect social security. Now we don't pay into it, but like when Mr. Sparkles is no longer with us, if he goes first, I can't collect his social security, which is not true of most people. And they call it double dipping, but Mm -hmm. like, if I give Elvis five dollars and Mr. You. Sparkles gives Elvis five dollars, oh, so mm-hmm. and he pays me back the ten dollars because Mr. Sparkles for some reason cannot collect it, that's not double dipping. No. We both paid you. Mm-hmm. Now this is really screwed, and I urge any Texas teachers to write your representatives, raise yeah. hell, make sure people are aware of this. Because really. Do they need that much? Think about when they say what we really need as teachers. What do we really need in our classroom? Do we really need uh, pencils, pens, computers? But they really need this fancy building right next to the mm-hmm. bar district and a high end so they can look hot shit. Yeah, dude. Like, for I get why they want to be in Austin. Like, I get that. Yeah, because but on 6th Street? Right. But, like, why do you have to be on 6th Street? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In the premier office building that is just now going up. Why right. Why can't you be in, like, someone's house? <laughs> right. Like, how many people you got working there? Shit. Exactly. I got friends that got a garage they could have for 
half that price. Yeah. Well, and don't say more than. Yeah. <laughs> well, and don't a forget. Third of it maybe don't forget they also have offices in London, which uh-huh. ain't fucking cheap either. I mean, that's essentially the reason. It's why so, not. So, for those of you wanting to do oh the God. math, if you could multiply three hundred twenty-six thousand a month times twelve, it's three point nine million dollars that they will be paying year. for. One year for ten years. For oh no, it goes up. They're paying three point two six for the first couple years, and it's going up to three eighty six towards the end of the contract. So it's going substantially go up four million plus dollars a year for ten years for a GD office building for a fucking office building. And can can I just encourage? I would like to encourage all Texas based listeners to go on Facebook. Um, and the Googles and find the group Texans for Public Education. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. It is a nonpartisan group started by a Texas teacher who was fed up with that, the fact that our legislators ha- have ignored us as a voting block. And then they have all tons and tons and tons of research on anybody running, especially incumbents and ha- their voting records, because those are mm-hmm. public. Um, so again, that's Texans for public education. Some of the people we vote for are Republicans, some are Democrats, some are independent. It's all about voting in people who are pro-public ed, regardless of party. Cheers, everybody. Cheers Cheers to that. Miss Rosie Rose, yo, what happened to you at school last week? <laughs> just uh, give us a rundown, because this is just like holy shit levels. I know people go through this, and obviously you did, but mm-hmm. just just start with the morning. Before <laughs> 10 a.m., two kids with a burn, <clears throat> a kid with a bee sting, a teacher with a heart attack. How did they get burned? Oh, like, how did you have two kids get burned? Because oh like one all. is like a kid playing with something. Keep but- your fucking top on your goddamn hydro flasks. It's a hydro flask. Was it a teacher hydro flask? Or no. How one? did they get burned with a hydro flask? girl, this is what I got through her screaming, crying. She's like, you know, I get that it hurts, but like you're being a little dramatic. Uh, only three <laughs> layers of skin have peeled no, off. No, it was only, it was, it was pretty bad. Oh, um, <laughs> she had had warm water because she was going to make hot chocolate and she and a friend were screwing around and he threw it back to her and he hadn't screwed the top back on and so she got burned on her arm and he got burned oh. on his arm. Ooh, on his butt? On his arm. Oh. Hey, throw that hydro flask. I'm going to catch it real quick. With my butt. With my butt. (laughs) After that, a kid got stung by a bee. And did not know he was allergic to said Inside school or was like outside walking in? So the school is going through construction, so there are certain parts of the school that are not quite... That are just infested with fucking bees? Apparently, yeah. <laughs> the kid was in school because it wasn't finished constructing, uh-huh. and he got stung uh-huh. by a bee, but he didn't know. Didn't he... know he was allergic. He'd never been stung by a bee before. So what started oh. happening? His throat started closing, and he couldn't breathe. <gasps> oh, God. And so, like, their face gets all swollen, and yeah. then your throat is getting red, and he's, like, oh, no. gasping for air, and they're like, oh, maybe we should take him to the nurse. Were you summoned, uh, or did they, like, drag his purple head no, in No, he was there? right down the hallway. Okay. And a teacher popped in, and she was like, I think he's, um, I think he's having some trouble. And I was like, <laughs> you think? That's a fucking understatement. You think, Karen? And I had just dealt with, like, <laughs> Karen's children with the flask. <laughs> and then a teacher has a heart attack. Oh, my. Did you guys get out the little bzz, bzz, the... It's called an AED. <laughs> <laughs> the the bzz, buzzers of life? The bzz. No, it was coherent. So he had, like... You only get the buzzers of life if they're not coherent. This teacher. <laughs> Part of the problem was it was a young woman in her, like, she's 35. Very fit. And so when that person comes down saying... My jaw is really hurting women. By the way, your jaw hurts. You don't have typical symptoms of a heart attack. It's not like the left it's arm thing. It's not like thing. the left arm thing. It's more your jaw, your shoulder. It's a referred pain, oh God. typically. 
And she was like, my chest hurts. I don't feel quite right. So we went through like, you know, anxiety, blah, blah, blah. But her heart rate was irregular. And she was like, I think I should go to the doctor. And I was like, yeah, no shit. So she did. Woman in her 30s had a heart attack? Mm -hmm. Did she have underlying conditions or any kind of medical history that would... Not that I know or that she knew, no. So it wasn't like, hey, oh, yeah, you're blocked up. Or, oh, oh or hey, I'm on the Atkins diet. I mean, yeah. right. lots of red meat. No. <laughs> and there was one more, wasn't there? It wasn't a heart attack. It was just another EMS call. What? Come on, tell us what happened. <laughs> it could have been a seizure. could have been a stroke. Don't really know. Just From a teacher? A student or teacher? From a teacher. Along with all the normal, like, it was full moon. That was full uh, moon. That oh. explains a lot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, see, I dated a guy once, and I said something about my children at school being psychos because of the full moon, and he was like, he was like, you know, that's just a myth, right? (laughs) And I was like, oh, honey, ask any teacher ever if the full moon thing is a myth. It is not a myth. In a fucking hospital. And Nurse Rosie Rose is like, like where the term lunatic comes from, and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, it's a real thing. Kids lose their shit, and elderly people. And when the weather changes Mm -hmm. too, and if you Mm -hmm. have a full moon when a front is blowing in. Dear God. Gird your loins. Here's an article from (laughs) michiganradio.org. Do students act up more during a full moon? Sounds crazy, but lots of teachers believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Yes. I believe. You better believe. Teachers, you have our sympathy. The week of Halloween is a difficult time to keep kids focused on learning. As this week, many teachers have told us there was one extra element making their students act a little crazy, the full moon. Michigan Radio agrees with us, so there we go. Yeah. Teacher Needs a Drink podcast on your Facebook. Was it also on your Instagram? Uh, was posted about the rest of the school year, all the full moons. And what oh, yeah, we so on. we can so, prepare ourselves. Heads up, y'all. The craziest week of school I ever had, two years ago, when I was still living in Houston, there was Hurricane Harvey. And so the school year for us started with... It was a solar eclipse, and then it was the full moon, and this was all within like three days of each other. So it was a solar eclipse, the full moon, Hurricane Harvey started, Um, kids were out of school, we started the school year over again, and then a few months later, it snowed, and we had to cancel school again, and I think we canceled school a third time. It was the fucking craziest year, and those kids that year were just like, every day. I read this story earlier on today on the Reddit, and I had to share it. So here it is. Freaking out in front of seventh graders. The other day at the end of my lesson, I put my hands in my sweater pocket. On my right hand, I start to feel something poking me. And I think, did I leave a pushpin in there? Since I have a habit of just leaving random things in my pockets. Same. Uh, but all within that same second, it starts really stabbing me. And I quickly take my hand out, and a huge spider <gasps> comes flying out and onto the floor. <gasps> what? Oh. I jump halfway across the room, start yelling, it bit me, while the kids scurry to see the spider. Luckily, one of them killed it before it could hide away forever in my classroom. Good. It was such a shock, and I definitely never want to be bit by a spider again, but I wanted to share because it's just too funny slash weird of a story not to. That's not funny. All my kids got a laugh out of it, at least. Oh, my God. And they had to burn the school down. When I was doing my student teaching, it was at this school out in the country, and we were in this old ag building that had been turned into a classroom space. It it was after a faculty meeting, and I went to go get my teacher bag off of the little coat hook thingy by the door, and something brown, like, popped up out of the bag, and (gasps) 
I screamed and dropped the bag on the floor, and this little brown mouse went running. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Had been in my bag. That's so cute, though. Did he have little brown friends in your bag, too? Um, no, but he, he, we named him Hershey because I had a little package of Hershey Kisses in my bag, and that was what he was eating because the little bag had been chewed through, and I couldn't be mad about it except, like, if I can kill it with a flip-flop, I'm not scared of it. You're going to kill a mouse with a flip-flop? I was about to say you're a Disney princess, and then... I can do spiders because flip-flop and... No, I can the legs. I, the, I cower in fear when I see the legs. I'm really, really, really terrified of roaches, and I always have been ever since I was a kid. And my hometown, which is humid as fuck, there are just roaches everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, cool. like you just yeah. expect to see them inside at some point because that's just the nature of living in that town. There would be times where, like, I would open a tub from the previous teacher and, like, a little friend would crawl out and I would, like, scream and yeah, run and stand on a table. This was when I found out that I was not allowed to bring Raid to my classroom <laughs> because you're not allowed to spray bug spray when there are kids present in the building. Then they gotta go. A couple days ago, I was in the storage closet in my classroom, and I opened up, and there's a big-ass roach on the floor. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, no. And the kids were like, what? And I was like, it's a roach. And then I was like, I wonder if it's dead. And I picked up something, because normally when you do that, they scurry. It didn't scurry. So I was like, it's at least dead, but it's nasty-ass carcass. is just going to sit there, because I'm not picking that shit up. That shit terrifies me. I'm cool with roaches no. until they remember they have wings. No, fuck I'm like, those they bitches. start flying. I'm oh. like, ah! And I have like the girliest scream ever and like, like grab my balls and cover my mouth. Yo, one time, mm. one time I had this, this, I don't know if it was a roach. It was some bug crawling across my room, right? In my, in my bedroom when I was uh, in middle school. And so I took my shoe, right? Cause I was like, I can kill this bug. I can kill it. I'm going to be brave. I am not going to tell my mom. I'm just going to kill it and flush it down the toilet. Like she told me. Right. So I take my shoe and I whack the bug or whatever. Like, I don't know if it was a roach or what, but it's fucking eyes start glowing blue. <gasps> like what? some bullshit. So I throw what? the fucking shoe and I run into my mom's room and I was like, mom, mom, there's a bug in my room. She it's glowing. Demon roaches. <laughs> <laughs> and then I ran into my mom's room. I'm like screaming and crying. She was like, what are you talking about? And she, I was like, there's a bug and its eyes are glowing and it's in the middle of my floor. And I threw my shoe at it and I don't know what's happening. And this is when you found out you had hallucinations. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So she goes in my room and it was fucking gone. Oh, and no. I never, ever found it. And so for like three weeks, I would be laying in bed and I would constantly wake up in the middle of the night thinking it was crawling on me and I'd have the blankets like all over my head. It was really, really traumatic. You just start hearing sparkles. <laughs> I know you're here. I'm sparkles. coming for you, sparkles. So schools are just full of like little creepy crawly friends. They just are full of them. So I missed a faculty meeting, but they always tape the faculty meeting so you can watch it online. And def- Stop. They tape your faculty meeting? Yes, yeah, so that if you miss the faculty meeting, you can watch the video. Then why yeah. does anyone show up? Because. <laughs> just watch the recording. I don't know. Yeah, they just do a podcast I can listen to right, on the way Right, just a podcast oh, like, the faculty meeting. I should suggest that to my new, can we just do a faculty, like, podcast? You just record it and send it to us? But no So I'm watching. Fuck that. Yeah, I listen to it, I swear. But I watched, so I'm watching the faculty meeting video, right? All of a sudden, behind my principal's head, there's a little mouse that runs across the stage. (laughs) And he just, like, stops in the middle of the stage. He kind of looks around for a second. And then he just keeps going. And I was like, how did no one see this fucking mouse walk across the stage? We went to his secretary. We were like, hey, girl, 
Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you watched the faculty meeting video because you were at the faculty meeting, but there was definitely a mouse in the video. She was like, what? So we, <laughs> so we were like, pull up the video. We show her where the little mouse was. And she was like, well, we don't know where he went. So I hope he lives in peace. <laughs> that was like, what can you do? My thing that I do not do is snakes. Oh, I love snakes. I cannot. I will be on top of a table screaming and saying words I have to apologize to Jesus for later. I don't do snakes. <laughs> so, Dear last... baby Jesus, I'm real sorry for what I said. I'm sorry I said fuck to that snake. Uh, I told that snake his mother was a whore. <laughs> I, I did. The... No, but on the last day of school, at last school year, this girl comes up to me and she goes, Miss, Susie has a snake in her purse. I was like, What? No, she doesn't. And I look over at Susie, and Susie is just giving me this look like, what is she talking about? And I'm like, Susie's a smart girl. I'm going, there's no way Susie just has a snake in her purse. Go sit down. The girl, like, would not stop. And so I go over to little Susie, and I'm like, Susie, do you have a snake in your purse? And she was like, no. Why would I bring a snake to school in my purse? I'm like, okay, thank you. Will you please just open up your purse and show it to little Katie over there? And show her that you do not have anything in your purse so that she will stop so that she will stop with this. And Susie goes, Well Little Susie. Little Susie, no, you didn't. Little Susie brought her pet ball python to school. Oh, those are harmless. In her purse. And it was just chilling in the bottom of her purse, and she brought it to school on the last day of school so that she could show her friends. And I nearly peed my pants in front of a room full of eighth graders. And now it's time for Just the Tip. Just the Tip. What? Just the Tip. Miss Rosie Rose, would you like to insert a tip? I would, yes. Okay. I used to be a substitute teacher, and this would have come in handy as a sub. It says, make sure that you make a quick map of your room, one for each of your period if you're in switchy classes, that has the kid's seat name written on the seat where they sit. Like uh, a seating, seating chart. chart. So that your sub knows... Where everyone is. And then it makes taking attendance even easier because you got that little map right there. Oh, I love making seating charts. It's one of my favorite parts at the beginning of the year. I hate subbing and there's not a seating chart and they just get to sit all willy-nilly. No, I, a friend of mine taught me the trick when you make your seating chart that you put the kids' names on like the little tiny post-it notes oh, because yeah. then when you need to move them, you don't have to redo the whole thing. You just pick up a post-it note, switch people around, and all of a and sudden everyone's in like a seats. sleeve so that yep. it stays. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tiny yep. post-it notes when you got like 30 in a room though because you can't. No, you can't. Well, no, you get the, they're like little like flags. The, uh, they're like post-it yeah, flags. Yeah, post-it flags. Mm-hmm. All right, of from the Reddit. Karma came for my teaching is so easy in-laws. My husband's family has some weird views about education. They generally think that teachers are overpaid because of all the time off and that our job is easy. After I got my first teaching job, my sister-in-law decided to go back to school. She has an associate's degree to become a teacher, too, because our schedule is so great and she loves kids and she wants to teach kindergarten since that's, in her words, the easy stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I teach high school English, but my own kids are in kindergarten and I know she's so off base here. Except she can't pass the basic skills test to enter the program. She's failed it four times. Oh, this is not surprising to me. She struggles with school, pressures me to practically write her essays for her, and she is super and she is a super permissive parent. So her own kids regularly have big behavioral problems. 
she and my mother-in-law are astounded that she can't pass this test. (laughs) (laughs) They rant about how teaching is so easy, any idiot could do it. (laughs) (laughs) She's definitely smarter than the other people she knows who have passed it. My mother-in-law side-eyes me while saying this, etc. As an aside, I know the test has issues, but in this case, I think it's doing its job, preventing a bad candidate from becoming a teacher. She's the kind of parent where her nine-year-old son attacked a preschooler because he doesn't like how they looked, and she just pulled him off and said, you need to stop, go watch YouTube or something, before offering a half-hearted apology and walking away. So I suggested she give substitute teaching a try to see if it's really as easy as she thought. Oh, (laughs) Oh, no. Wow. To the wolves. Yeah, no shit to the wolves. (laughs) Saw them last night, asked how it's been going, and oh my gosh, the kids are basically eating her alive, and she's gotten in trouble with multiple schools for not following basic policies, releasing the class several minutes early because she needed a break. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) Letting kindergartners leave class unattended, et cetera. And she just can't believe how much stuff they're supposed to do in a single day, how hard classroom management is. Did I know they're supposed to be able to read by the end of kindergarten? It took five whole minutes for someone to get to the room every time she called for help, etc. Five whole minutes. She's like, oh, she no. got somebody. Right? So it looks like I won't be sitting through any more spiels about how any idiot could do my job. I know I should probably have sympathy because struggling with the test is difficult and subbing is hard, but under the circumstances, my actual sympathy level is pretty low. Yeah, yeah mine when too. You talk shit about our profession. That doesn't mm-hmm. make me have sympathy for you. That's, uh, there is a German word that means happiness at the misfortune of others. Schadenfreude. It always gives me a little bit of sick, evil pleasure when <laughs> people who talk shit seriously. about teaching go into it thinking, this is going to be so easy. But and to bring it back to the Harry Potter conversation, <laughs> the difference between you and I is, is you feel bad about that and I feel joy. <laughs> and I just think, what a fucking idiot. Yeah. What a fucking I'm idiot. I'm with Miss Sparkles on this one. <laughs> like when she said, oh, they said any idiot could teach. I'm, I'm just yeah. like, not that one. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that poor dumb bitch. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. Miss Rosie Rose, thank you for being here. You're so welcome. And Miss Bunny O'Hare, it was wonderful to hear you talk. A pleasure as always. <laughs> and Miss Sparkles, yeah. you are a delight. Yeah, I'm a fucking delight. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast is released every Wednesday. I'd like to thank my guests, Rosie Rose, Bunny O'Hare, and Miss Sparkles, and of course, Miss Priscilla, who's been by my side through all of this. If you get a chance, tell one person you know in your life something you heard on our podcast today. It's the easiest way to help spread the word. If you'd like to contact us or share a story, you can hit us up and tag us on Instagram or Facebook, or you can hit us through our website, teacherneedsadrinkpodcast.com. All of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast is managed by Zola Zanzibar and Miss Priscilla. We are sponsored by LudlamDramatics.com. That's L-U-D-L-A-M-D-R-A-M-A-T-C-I-S.com. If you know a theater teacher or one, hit them up, tell them about us, and they can go get some great stuff. Make sure you follow, subscribe, leave a review, do some one of those good things. Anyway, have a great day, guys. Bye. Dear listeners, if you have $7 million and you find Miss Sparkle's voice quite alluring. Her baby may also have it. You too could have a tiny Miss Sparkle's running around your house. (laughs)
the sparkle, sparkle baby. Tiny baby sparkles. Sparkle Next, you know, there's some listener out there who's like, I've got, I've got twelve million dollars for you there, and I'd be like, all right, twelve will do it. Miss, he touched my weenus. That makes a lot of sense.